Welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, Ashlyn and I are going to talk about how to utilize your weirdness in business, which we kind of see as the unique things about ourselves that set us apart from other people. And this is something that's kind of been on my mind recently. I think it's because, you know, when we're recording this, it's the beginning of the year and a lot of people are launching their new projects and their new programs. And it feels like if you look at other people in your field as competition, it would feel as though there's a lot of competition right now. And it's kind of hard to figure out what sets you apart from other people. And the temptation can be, I know I fall guilty to this, is you see people who are doing things, whether it's on social media or the way that they're marketing or the way that they're structuring their business. And it feels like, oh, okay, this is the way that it should be done. Or I see everyone else doing it this way. So that's the way that I need to do it. And I often lose my perspective in that I don't like, I don't want to be just doing the same thing that everyone else is doing. And I don't want to be one in a sea of a thousand that doesn't have anything unique that stands out about me. But it's also really scary, I think, to have whether it's a stance that's unpopular or a way that you do things that goes against the flow of the way other people do things. I think it's totally normal to feel a little uncertain about putting yourself out there in a way that really distinguishes you apart from other people. But there's so much power in that. I think both you know, personally and also professionally in leaning into the things that make you uniquely new, even if those those things are kind of weird. What do you think, Ashlyn? Yeah, and I think that like weirdness, we could even just use being, you know, yourself, being whoever you were created to be on this earth because I, I know from my own experience that I spent a lot of time in the, my early stages of my career not really letting anybody know who I was or what I stood for because sometimes a lot of my stances and beliefs go against the cultural norm. And so I think just embracing overall who you are and letting all of your little quirks shine is just going to bring the right people to you and to your business. And at the end of the day, you're going to feel so much better because it's not going to feel draining to be on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever you're at because you're putting on this persona. Instead, you are being really who you are. Yes, I agree. I think those are a couple really important points is that, first of all, when you aren't acting or behaving or being in your business in a way that's really authentic to you, you are not going to attract the right clients and customers and partners into your business. So I think that right there is always such a great reminder and so highly motivating, like such a good way to reinforce every action that you take and every time you put something out there to kind of check with yourself. Like, is this really who I am? Does this really feel authentic to my mission and my values and the way that I want to be representing myself out in the world with my business? So I think that that's just such a great reminder that the energy that you then bring back into your business, like that feels good, right? When you've done it in a way that's really unique and authentic to who you are. Um, But then also to just keep in mind that it's good business strategy to not just be one of the crowd as well. Yeah, absolutely. Just if you look like 
you know, 10 other people on Instagram and that you offer the exact same service and in the same way, like what's going to set you apart, you know? So what would you say, Lindsay, I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you think are some of like your weirdness or your quirks or can you think of any? Oh gosh, you did put me on the spot. Well, I think, I mean, you and I joke all the time about how we're like, I, well, I guess I won't put words in your mouth, but we joke about both being kind of awkward and like, (laughs) I meet people I'm just not um, always very polished I will like I'll give a stranger a hug I always feel like I know people really well and that I can just ask a lot of personal questions right off the bat and I would say that most of the time that works out well for me but there have definitely been times where in hindsight I've been like maybe that person didn't want to hug the first time I met them or maybe I shouldn't have jumped right in with those types of personal questions Um, I think part of that's just the nature of the work that I do that I mean I talk about really personal things with my clients, like their, you know, their digestion and their poop. So it doesn't really feel like there's anything that's off limits for me to ask people. And so then sometimes I carry that energy into places that are not like my area of expertise. I think that's why we work so well. So Lindsay asks too many questions immediately and it feels like she knows you, but I'm like, I'm going to just vomit on you and let you know everything about my life so that we can figure out right now, like, are you worth my time? Am I worth your time? Are we cool? So I'm awkward and making other people feel awkward because I'm like, hey, you want to know about my childhood? (laughs) Which I, I love people like that because you put things out there and it's like, okay, we figure out where we stand really quickly. Whereas I'm a little bit more tentative in like, I love dominating the conversation and being the one that asks all the questions. Oh, I can tell. I don't have to divulge anything about myself. (laughs) It is really true. And you are a master at avoiding some questions. So am I so am. Yeah, there have been a couple of situations recently. Well, like a nail appointment where I was like, man, I know everything about that woman's life. Like I left that hour and I was like, she didn't ask me a single question about myself, but I know everything about her life because I kept the conversation going and asked her a whole bunch of questions. Um, yeah, That's why Lindsay's so good at what she does, though. Uh, honestly, like because you can ask those questions. Sometimes I freeze and I'm like, uh, what should I ask somebody? Like, how's the weather? Like, I don't know these valuable, deep, meaningful questions that you do. So I think it's a gift. And I like that weirdness about you. You keep asking all the questions. Okay. Well, what are some things about you that you feel like are part of what makes you unique? Part of what makes me awkward? <laughs> um, saying the wrong things at the wrong time, for sure. And then I think just like my energy. So I am weird. I am goofy. I can be hyper. I have like multiple personalities. Like, don't worry, I don't need like medication, but I have multiple personalities. And I used to not show it as much, but I like showing my goofy side because that is what makes me happy. I feel like that's how God created me. I've been I've been silly since I was a kid. Like I would just do weird things. I would make up weird dances and like sing with three pistachios in my hand. You could ask my sister about that one. It's super weird. Maybe I should do a reel on that one. I think you need to do a reel on that one. <laughs> I think yeah. I I don't know if there's like specific things. I just feel like my personality's weird. <laughs> well, and that I mean what you just like said, something like that that will stand out in people's minds that makes you so relatable and allows people to connect with you. And in this like sea of social media, I know like 
we want to stand out for the right things, but just having little nuances that allow people to feel like there's something, you know, particular that they know about you and connect can connect with you on. I just think that that, you know, it can't be stated enough how powerful that is. Do you follow Rachel Cruz? Dave Ramsey's daughter? No, but I've heard her on podcasts. Before. Okay. So she's a like financial person, right? Like Rachel Cruz is someone you would want to follow if you're wanting to be better with your money and get out of debt and have a savings account and all of that. But she does the funniest reels that have really nothing to do with finances, but it's allowed me to feel like I have just kind of this funny connection with her. I just feel like I know her a little bit better because I see like the things that she thinks is funny and just kind of her little goofy personality. And that, you know, like I am now so much more interested in her programs and the things she has to offer because I feel like she's a little weird and quirky like me. (laughs) I have to look that up. So I think that just allowing yourself to you know, show off that side of your personality and not being afraid of making it all business, it really does make you more approachable and relatable. And people want to see that because what I've been hearing a lot lately from other women, especially women entrepreneurs, is it can be draining to be on Instagram and to always see everybody looking like it's perfect because, you know, it's our highlight reel. Like most of the time we're not coming on there to air our dirty laundry. And then even if you are, sometimes it's not done well. It is it's not, not always well. appropriate. <laughs> yes. But just showing those little things of you being you, whether it's if you're comfortable in front of the camera, you know, just in your mom bun and no makeup, or if you do a goofy reel, or if you share personal information about yourself, like even Lindsay sharing like about your ring, was it an aura ring? What's it called? My aura ring. ring. And like sharing like that intimate side, like your sleep is, I feel like intimate. That's like a personal, you know, thing about yourself. I think that those make you more approachable and relatable. And I think people just are craving real and I think weird and awkwardness and quirks that's real because nobody is like a robot going through life all perfect yes agreed you and like that see that's awkward right there gonna, <laughs> it's a good robot she she did like a robot move with that too um and you may feel like you you just think that there are things about you that are weird you might not necessarily think that they're like cute or endearing so you may not think that it's gonna go well on social media or something like that. Yeah, I'll like it too. But I think that it's important to spend some time figuring out who, like, what do you believe? Who are you? What are your values? What are the things that actually differentiate you from the crowd? If there were a sea of a hundred women who do the exact same thing that you do, what are the things about you and your program and your offer or service that are different. And sometimes we're just, we're always on the go and we're hustling and we're moving at such a speed that, you know, we've got our blinders on, we're just looking straight ahead and we become these human doings instead of human beings. And I think we lose touch with those special, those things that do set us apart from the crowd. So, or, you know, we've just been like 
trying to suppress our weirdness and our quirkiness because we feel like that's not going to be accepted by other people or we're scared of what people will think of us. Um, So we've kind of just lost touch with that. So I think that that's a really great practice is to, you know, and maybe that's just something you do for five minutes one morning with pen and paper on a journal and just kind of flesh out like, what is it about me that is different and sets me apart so that I can tap into that and actually use that as a superpower in order to be set apart from everyone else in my industry. And I remember um, uh, getting some advice at some point from a coach about just kind of testing the waters a little bit and to practice putting something out there that feels very different, whether it's something that is a little controversial or just something in a different way. And to, to, it's okay that you can't just jump right in right away and do it without caring. Like, I don't care what other people think. Like, it's okay to care and it's okay to practice it and have it feel really uncomfortable and then to keep practicing that. So, for example, what's a commonly held belief in your industry that you might feel differently about, right? You, you think everyone feels a certain way. But you feel a little differently about that, but you'd be nervous to put it out there, right? Like in the nutrition field, keto is all the rage right now. Like everyone wants to talk about keto and being low carb. But what if I think carbs are really important for women to be eating? Um, I Do could, you? I, I would like to not comment right now. No, I'm just oh, kidding. I, I, think like, I like carbs. Come on. Give me freedom. I, do. I love carbs. I love fiber. Do I think keto could be a great tool for people? Absolutely. It's all about bioindividuality. See, do I see what I mean? She's avoiding my question. <laughs> <laughs> so like I could write a post or a newsletter or something that challenges that narrative a little bit, right? Or even if I do think that like everyone in the world should be doing keto, even to practice saying, hey, fiber is still important. We can't forget about it. And putting that out there, knowing that like some people are going to push back on that and say, no, you could never eat another carbohydrate again and be, you know, in your best place ever. Um, So again, just to say like practicing with that a little bit, I think is the more often that we put ourselves in a situation where we're like, oh, that was uncomfortable. And then you look around and you're like, but I didn't die and it was okay. And someone pushed back against me and it was okay that not everyone liked me. And it's okay that I was, you know, that this wasn't 100% received. Um, Because when you're, when there are things that people do not resonate with you about, that is going to allow you to more strongly resonate with the right people. So I agree. Also, if you're thinking right now, like, well, I'm not really weird. I'm kind of just boring. You don't have to be weird, like outwardly like me, like loud and obnoxious. You, There are different kinds of weirds. And I definitely challenge you to do that journaling, Lindsay said, because there's something unique about you. God created all of us differently and all of us uniquely. So I know that there's something about you that can stand out. So it doesn't have to be something loud or you don't have to do some funny reel or it could be simple and it could be totally different. I can't even think of anything right now. I wish I had examples to give you, but... I don't know. Yeah. Can you I, think of an example? Well, I just want to say that I agree that you don't, it, it's okay to be, to, it's okay to feel boring. 
because I'm sure that you're not actually boring. <laughs> so you don't have to beat yourself up for feeling that way, but take the time to really figure out, okay, what are what are the things you feel strongly about? What are your values? What is it that sets you apart? And then lean in and amplify those, right? Like maybe you feel like you're coaching, you know, I'm a coach, so I'm thinking about like the way that I run my programs. Like maybe 90% of that looks the same as any other nutrition program that you would sign up for, but there's something about that 10% that, it's not, uh, it's not a lot, but I could really lean into that and use and amplify that part of what sets me apart. Yes. I'm so glad you worded it that way because I think that that could be another pitfall of people trying to think like my entire offering has to be so unique and so different and it doesn't. You just need to be able to really have your client experience a change and go through that journey, but there should be a percentage in there, like Lindsay said, that is different, that sets you apart. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to like create this brand new magical course that nobody's ever seen before because chances are you can't even come up with that because there's so many coaches and so much information out there that there's going to be pieces that people know already or have seen but how do you either deliver that uniquely or how do you support them uniquely or how do you bring your own personality into that yeah absolutely I think that's a really good point so we hope that you get weird we hope that you share your weirdness with us. I would love to know something weird about you. So if you want to tag me, I'm all game. I promise I won't share it unless you give me permission. But I would love to see your weird reel, your weird post, weird story, anything. I like weird. Yeah, let's you, do weird yeah. in the new year. All right. <laughs> I like it. That's going to be a new hashtag, weird in the new year. All right, guys, we will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to us if you subscribe and take just 30 seconds out of your day to leave us a positive review. Come say hi over on Instagram at Purpose Powered Entrepreneurs, and you can find Lindsay at lindsay.lives.well and Ashlyn at Ashlyn Covison.